There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to you. It feels good really back. good to be here in a winter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you guys see it? I went to bed oh. around the third quarter. I would just set a small little who day prayer like, we're winning. Can we just keep it that way, please? I watched yeah. Selling Sunset and fell asleep before 8 o'clock. Oh, you did? Good for you. Uh-huh. I watched absolutely nothing. Oh, no. It looked <laughs> incredible. I just want to thank all the fans for understanding cool. the orange and black striping. Yeah, following well, orders. that... That, they didn't have a lot of advance notice on that, oh, did no, they? Oh, they did, yeah. When they, did they put that it out? The tickets, they put it, it oh, out it? over a month ago that they were going to do that uh, stripes. But then all last week, we were like telling people, look at your ticket. On your ticket, it'll tell you if you were orange or black. Got it. So it kind of so like. They've had a plan since tickets oh, that, went out. So yeah, a for a time. while. What a night. Look great on TV and. I was kind of scared that they would that the fans wouldn't understand, but they did. <laughs> At FC they Cincinnati, they won on uh, Saturday. They yeah. move on to the next uh, next playoffs. Very right. cool too. And that was a crazy game next too. Bracket. When they left the field, the people were throwing garbage at them. Well, we did that to them when they played us about three weeks ago. Oh well, then yeah. I guess we deserved that. Yeah. All right, well, we have a lot to get you caught up on. The uh, first Dean News of the Day has got a handful of just random stuff. Uh, I guess there's a Barbenheimer movie in the works. Mm. So mm. we'll have that story. Uh, Homer Simpson won't be choking Bart anymore. And I guess Matthew Perry's funeral was on Friday. So just a hodgepodge of stuff that we'll get to next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art oh as i'm playing the intro i'm like wait aren't we supposed to be on part two of e-news no oh, right okay. no the radio audience that they haven't heard it no so confusing welcome isn't back it? jeff you have to repeat yourself Homer Again. Simpson won't be choking Bart anymore. 
And uh, there's a Barbenheimer movie in the works, among other things. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Matthew Perry's funeral. Yeah, it uh, happened on Friday afternoon, Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles. Not surprisingly, the other five friends were there. Jennifer, Courtney, Lisa, Matt, and David. The only other celebrity known to be in attendance was Keith Morrison from Dateline because he's married to Matthew's mother. Yeah, I I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, I think on the air, you were like, what? I'm like, no, the voice guy. But they have like... They have, he has, like, siblings from that relationship, Matthew Perry does. Hmm. Like, I think he has a brother. Half-brother? I mean, how old? Oh, they're, they're probably in their 20s, 30s, 30s, something like that. Not, like, biological. Mm-mm. Just step. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, doesn't sound, I mean, it must have been a pretty small, you know, service. Where is that cemetery, Jeff? Is that one that, like, the public can go to, or is that kind of one of the ones that's, like... I'm not sure. I celebs only. I didn't know if you had ever heard of it. No, is that that's a big one though? Isn't isn't that the big one that Michael Jackson is supposedly? And I think Kobe Bryant's there too, right? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, more hopeful note: the Matthew Perry Foundation, which he was planning to start before his death, it launched on Friday. The mission, according to its new website, is to help people struggling with the disease of addiction. So that's great. Yeah, that it was able to that it was far enough along in the. The process that it was able to continue. All right. Also, coming up next, how Michael J. Fox almost lost his hand. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In an episode a few weeks ago called McMansion and Wife, Homer and Marge meet a new neighbor. <laughs> and when Homer shakes his hand... The guy comments on his strong grip. And I'm just going to play you the scene so you can hear it for yourself. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, Marge, strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Yeah. (laughs) So they're taking it out. I guess he's not going to do it anymore. Not going to do it anymore. Nope. And The Simpsons is now in its 35th season. That is mind-blowing, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? It? Yeah. it is. When was the last time you watched an episode of The Simpsons? 25 years ago. I know. <laughs> when I was in the first grade. In, fifth grade. When I was in college. <laughs> I think of how many like generations of kids have watched yeah. that show. Right, right, right. That's wild. That is wild. They are yellow people. It's not real. So if you see something on that show. It's not true. 
That's just right. A, I don't believe it. Just pretend. It's just a story for entertainment. I always <laughs> like how they predict the future, though. That is like really how weird. it's that is like weird. Fifteen years ago, they said we were going to do this, and then it happened. Yeah, that's Didn't, eerie. That Didn't is they weird. have Donald Trump as the president? They, they did. did. Yeah, they've had like a ton of stuff like that. Yeah. though. it's funny. All right, so Michael J. Fox, this guy, I mean, he's just, he's just incredible. I mean, he's still just chugging along despite the physical toll that Parkinson's disease has been taking on his body for what seems like forever. Recent years, he's broken both arms and one shoulder, his orbital bone and cheek, and one of his hands, which he almost then lost to an infection. And still, he's not worried he says, one day I'll run out of gas. One day I'll just say it's not going to happen. I'm not going out today. If that comes, I'll, I'll allow myself that. He said, I'm 62 years old. Certainly, if I were to pass away tomorrow, it would be premature, but it wouldn't be unheard of. And so, no, I don't fear that. He's hmm. not afraid. Yeah, that interview I saw of him on CBS Sunday morning recently. Yeah. He was talking about how often he falls. Yeah. yeah. You know, he says, you know, it's understandable. He says, just... You know, you lose your footing. He says, mm-hmm. especially, you know, the older I get. Sure. Uh, it's a little premature for me, but because of my condition, it's easy to happen as I'm going upstairs. And, you know, the family, I mean, they're pretty much used to it, so they don't freak out every time it happens. Right. But, yeah. You know, I am I break bones and stuff. I mean, that kind of, the frequency of that kind of thing for me happens. Yeah. More than you'd think. God love him. Yeah. That's sad. Barbenheimer was not just a summer box office phenomenon. Now it's actually a movie. Low-budget cult movie legend Charles Band is making it. It is about Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer, (laughs) a brilliant scientist from Daltopia, Daltopia, who visits the real world and experiences the worst of humanity. Once she sees what's going on here, she decides to build a giant nuclear bomb and destroy it all. (laughs) Dan fully admits that he is cashing in on a cultural phenomenon, and he's done it before. During the pandemic, he released Corona Zombies. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves a a good parody movie every once in a while. That's right. But he also thinks Barbenheimer is an opportunity to have fun and deliver some dark humor. That's funny. Uh, he's also done such classics and non-classics as Reanimator, Tourist Trap, the Puppet Master films, Evil Bong, the Ginger Dead Man, and Demonic Toys. Oh, that uh, at least fun. it's something new and different. And he's in the process of wrapping his latest flick, Bad CGI Gator. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who was watching these? I don't know, but he's busy, he's creative, and, I mean, and it's they, happening. He paying him to make more, so yeah. he's yeah. got to be making money. Why not? Keeping that budget low. Crazy. Crazy. Yep. All right, so Taylor Swift, she's doing all right with her 1989 Taylor's version, debuting at number one on Billboard's 200 this week. You don't um, say. But it is kind of a surprise because people didn't expect it to be quite this big. It sold almost 1.7 million copies. The biggest sales week for any album since Adele's 25 debuted with 3.5 in November of 2015. And most of those 1.7 million units, close to 1.4 million of them, were traditional albums. Hmm. So a lot of that has to do, I mean, she's so clever with her marketing. 
This 1989 Taylor's version is available in 15 collectible physical formats, mm-hmm. five color vinyl variants, eight CD versions, and two cassettes. Well, and so, you know, the super yeah. fans are getting one of each. And it's got 22 songs. So these are like some of your favorite songs. Mm-hmm. This was like her big pop album was Blank Space, Style, Shake It Off, Bad Blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many good ones on there. Yep. I'm not a close follower of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I just saw her on TV this weekend. What was she on? Was she on some sort of interview? Oh, Probably. she might have been she's on some. A, she's got her book coming out. Interview that's show. What it was, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Her new memoir, My Name is Barbara, comes out tomorrow, and it's 992 pages long. Now again, she's got I, stories. I don't, I don't follow her that closely, but she's been in entertainment for, uh, well, longer than I've been alive. Who was it? Was it Jen just asking last week? We, yeah, because we, we were talking about her memoir. Yeah. And I was like, when was the last time she, I have, Where's I couldn't been? tell you the last time I saw her, the last time she was in a movie or was performing. I know, I was yeah. just pulling Anything. it up. It's been a long time. But, you know, I, I respect her for, for who she is and what she does. I mean, she really is, you know, the triple threat. I mean, she can act, she can dance, she can sing. Uh, singing is probably her strongest Uh her, probably your strongest talent, but uh, but her mem- her new memoir, which comes out tomorrow, is 992 pages long. That's a long it book. It is a long book. And it's one of those situations where you could read it way faster than if you listen to it. Mm. She herself, unlike Britney, she reads the audio version. Oh, she does. Oh, God, how long is the audio version? It, 72 hours. It is more than two days long. Are you talking more than 48 hours? Yes, it clocks in at 48 hours and 15 minutes. Wow. Wow. It's literally more than two days long. And apparently she doesn't sing on it once. She did the uh, interview. The interview you're talking about, Tim, was probably on CBS Sunday Morning, which aired yesterday after the book jumped from number 25 to number four on on Amazon. Wow. So crazy. There you go. You got something to listen to, Fritchie. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm right now. I'm kind of taking a break from my Audible books after yeah. after the Britney experience. I'm taking a bit of a break, and I'm going back to my podcasting. Got it. Yeah. So if something else comes out, I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just am not that interested in in Babs. In Babs. <laughs> Not today. I can't. Two days worth. Now, if it was shorter, maybe. Yeah, I'm not really either. But at the same time, like the stories are got to be. They have to. Yeah, be I mean, if I was a little older and yeah. was, you know, more conscious of pop culture when she was at her heyday, I'd right. probably appreciate her more. Yep. But definitely respect her, man. She's amazing. Yep. Well, that's all I've got for right now. Unless all right. you want to talk about the inductions. Well, I just got a. I got a couple of you quick got some clips. Yeah, just a couple quick clips here that I thought might be fun. Uh, 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place Friday. And uh, it began with Sheryl Crow being inducted by Laura Dern. And it kicked off musically with Olivia Rodrigo singing along with Sheryl on this song. Thing that 
I love about music is how it takes you right back to to a time in your life. You know? Yeah. Or in some cases, your other life. <laughs> yeah. So true. You know, where you were. I yeah, mean, where that, did that's that the beauty. take you? Well, the beauty of that is because a guy working radio, so yeah. uh, I played this. Sure. On the radio. Yeah. In Tampa. Yep. Working with you. Yep. Huh. Yep. Coming up after Jen Jordan. <laughs> we'll have a little Cheryl Crow. Jeff Thomas will step in. Yeah. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Oh, various artists sang in honor of George Michael. Andrew Ridgely from Wham! inducted George Michael. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey. Hey. Hey yourself. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How you been? I've uh, been good. How are you guys doing? Pretty doing good. Great. Got your headlines here. There's three of them. You guessed the right one. And you're going to see Green Day. Okay. That's amazing. I okay, know. Cool I'm price. Ready. All right. So is it A? Woman uses a credit card to pay for a pair of shoes, then steals cashier's purse. Is it B? Man in stolen car gives cops his driver's license, flees, gets busted at his house an hour later. Or C, a guy carjacked a Lyft driver after booking the ride under his own name. Let's go with B as in boy. Nope, that ain't it. Oh. You're a loser today, Tyler. How's it feel? Hey, now. <laughs> oh, man. It, Aww, it feels bad. just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. But it is. It's C today. All the right. carjacking Aww. Lyft driver. I That's know. all right. We're going to hook you up anyway, Of Tyler. course we are, Tyler. <laughs> well, you guys are amazing, Q, on it, too. Thanks for all these memories. Oh, you bet. Yeah, pull off the perfect crime, and no one ever knows your name. That said, Jeremiah Charles is 19 years old. He carjacked a Lyft driver in Miami last month and drove off in her Toyota Corolla. She says he started punching her from the back seat until she got out of the car, but thankfully she's okay. Oh, wow. Again, his name is Jeremiah Verdon Charles. Jeez, Jeremiah. And we know that because he ordered the lift under his own name. Ah, jeez. He stole the car after booking a ride through the app. So the driver, all the driver had to do was just give the cops his info. And that's how they tracked him down. They arrested him at home. Found the car parked a block away. Jeremiah denied everything. Of course. He claimed, wait, I, I didn't even take Lyft today. <laughs> but they had it in their records. A community center security ca- uh, camera also got him on video, so there was that. And now he is facing charges for robbery and carjacking. Ding dong. And there you go. Yep. I know. Speaking of, like... I felt so bad for the DoorDash driver last night that we used because, you know, it was football night. So we got some oh, yeah. got some wings and some chicken tenders from Wingstop over here. Nice. This poor dude must have waited there an hour. Like, we put the You're order kidding. in around 625. Oh, wow. And it 
he didn't actually leave the place till like 7.45, which, I mean, you know they had to have been slammed because of the Bengals oh, game. Oh, I'm sure. And everybody had the same idea. We thought we were being clever by ordering early. Yeah. <laughs> you were not. But I was surprised that dude hang, hung in there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, not, not only did he hang in there, he came right from the place to our house. Oh, like wow. I was fully expecting him to make like 10 other stops just to try to make up some of that money, but he sure. didn't. Wow. So, Did you tip him more? Yeah, he, I mean, he had a pretty good tip waiting for him anyway, but mm-hmm. then when he, like, came right to the house, I'm like, you know, that, that poor guy. I'm yeah. Take care of him. Take care of him. Just sat there for an hour. Mm-hmm. But anyway, good That's to be back. Yeah, so I was out a few days. I got COVID. How about that? You had a very busy weekend. Last weekend, not just yesterday. Oh, Saturday. You, I, I was mean, you so were, run down. Yeah, you were run down and you were around a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just kind of out, of out of, you know, I was out of the out of the habit, like out of the zone, you know, how like when you get super busy and you're not following your healthy routine. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there was that. And I knew like I've been kind of. Feeling like a little mild throat thing the week earlier, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really enough to catch my attention and raise an alarm bell or yeah. say, hey, maybe maybe stay in tonight. Yeah. Not that I really had that option. But, yeah, and then it just sort of really, well, you heard me on, was it Monday or Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, I guess. yeah, by the end of the show on Tuesday, you'd completely lost. Your, oh my god, your voice was going. Well, right. plus I looked back at our um, Halloween video, and you do look a, a bit tired in the video when we had on our fun outfits and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, so I just thought it was a head cold because that's all it's been. It's it's only been like from. The neck up. Yeah. And, and you know you how. Get sinus infections. It's that time of year. It is that yeah. time of year. And last year, I got it on the same day. Because wow. I remember it was Halloween and I was handing out candy that night. And I remember feeling like I was coming down with something that night. So I'm like, well, right on schedule. There you go. <laughs> wow. So you know how when you get a head cold, there's like a day where, you know, you're feeling like, oh, I just want to. Wrap up in a cold blanket, have a little cup of soup, and just yeah. take it easy today. So I was feeling like that. Yeah. Um, but then like, the next day, I felt like I got hit by a truck. Yeah. It's never fun. No. Mm. And Kristen said, I don't know, you just you really seem beat up for someone who just has a cold. I'm going to take your temperature. It was like 102.4 oh or my something God. like that. It was crazy. Did you feel hot, though? That's what I was wondering. Did you have the chills and the heat and all I stuff? was, okay, so I'm in the house, and I have, I have a long-sleeve T-shirt. I had a fleecy quarter zip on, mm-hmm. and I had a thick, you know, that thick black down jacket I've had for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the house. Oh, wow. Shivering. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Well, hello, Jeff. <laughs> There's your sign. <laughs> when you have more than two layers on indoors, yeah. that's a bit of a... Right. She's like, no wonder you have a fever. I'm like, I'm freezing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't have a... T-. And I'm like, I'm not accusing you. I'm just saying yeah. this is how I feel. Yeah. So she said, well, I think you should take a COVID test. I think it's just a really bad... Please! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just listen to me. Yeah. 
Well, because we knew. But all the COVID tests we had were old. So. Oh, we yeah. knew you had COVID. but You then, did? I mean, no, we didn't know until you oh. told us, obviously. But um, <clears throat> so Friday and Saturday, I, of course, you know, because when you're exposed to somebody with COVID, you're just like. Yeah, every little tickle. You're like, oh, I was sick drop. immediately. As soon as you sent the picture of the test. I of had, course. I did. <laughs> that was it, man. But it was funny because I, I know Jen is a bit of a hypochondriac. She so. was laying foundation for not coming yes. in tomorrow. So or, I was like, like. How you feeling? I'm like, I'm planning on feeling good. I'm woke. Well, I had a headache, and that's how, when I've had it, that's how it started for me. Right. And these weird little headaches, and I was tired, but, you know, I'm in the same boat. I run down. But, yeah, I was pretty convinced. And so I had the big craft show this weekend, so I tested on Friday night. Yeah, I tested Friday, sure. Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, that's <laughs> so fun. I was like, well, because then that's the thing, because I also was like, I feel tired, but I think we just had a crazy busy week we here last week. And, you know, I was at remotes at LaSalle and Kroger, and so I was everywhere. And then I had to go to a funeral and a cheer banquet. And I'm like, I can't go in there knowing that we could be all exposed. So I was just testing like crazy, and I forgot what a pain in the ass that was, sticking that thing up your nose for 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. Each that, side and swirling. The headache was telltale for me, because I never get headaches. Mm-hmm. And if I do get a headache, I can pinpoint why, take an aspirin, and it's gone. Gone. Like the, I didn't eat today, or I had too right. much caffeine, or The whatever. fact that I had a splitting headache was, yeah. in part, yeah, something's up. So, mm-hmm. so I took the test and it didn't, you know how it, like you're supposed to wait 15 minutes, like within 30 seconds, oh, yeah, I think, you, so, know. you know, yeah. positive. Yeah. Well, I think once it goes across the panel to the sea, right. you're like, okay, I don't have it or I do have it yeah. or whatever. So I, I, I do the little e-visit, you know, where you sort of like text the note, you fill out the thing on my chart mm-hmm. that goes to your doctor and. And man, I give her credit. Like, it doesn't matter what time of the night it is. She's on that thing. And she's like, I'm going to send you in a thing for Paxlovid. Mm-hmm. And uh, next morning, yeah, took the first dose. Leaves a nasty taste. It feels like, um, like I have an aspirin dissolving in my mouth. Gross. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I don't like about it. But it, man. Feel better. It's fast acting. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like, I, I don't know what the current variant is or what the supposed symptoms are, but my first bout was in January 2022. I had one day where I felt a little fluey, and then it was a like a mild head cold moving forward. And this was more like I got hit by a truck for three days. Um, but it it never went, like, below the neck. You know, I didn't get all the... I, I didn't get, thank goodness, yes. knock on wood, I didn't get any of the chest stuff or the gastrointestinal stuff they say some people get. I, that, yeah. The first time I had COVID in 2021, that was me. Like, I got the worst stomach part of it. Right. And that was worse for me than the actual, like, other COVID-y stuff, hmm. which was horrible. But then, like, Scott had it at the same time, and he was all respiratory. Like, he ended up getting the pneumonia. It's well, just so different for each yeah. person. Yeah, so, you know, the Paxlovid, it's like you take it twice a day. It's it's three pills twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. You know, try to break it up like every 12 hours. I woke up the next morning after the first day, and it was like morning has broken. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Sun was beaming in. The fever had broke. It's great. So, anyway, I sound, I still sound like I, you know, I'm not well, but... I did talk to Patty. She said, 
I'm good if you're feeling up to it for Monday. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think I'm good. I, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. <laughs> we'll just have you back. take it easy, see how you feel. Yeah. But it's all good. Glad everyone's healthy. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, God, how many days was I walking around with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, then you don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, hope you're healthy. Yeah, Kristen's all right. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. She's been doing a lot of hand washing in the house. Yeah, I'm sure. And the like. Yep. How did the uh, card warm-up weekend go? Oh, our craft show over the weekend, the Grace Holiday Market. We, uh, Cards by Jacob, my son's business, we set up for two days and met just a ton of super awesome people came to visit him. A lot of listeners came and, and said hi, and it was just They awesome enough awesome. to spend some money? They spent some money, yeah. Good, we did. Good. We did very well, and Jacob was just... So excited. He's just living his dream with this, creating his cards and selling them and, and making pretty nice little business for himself. That's that, great. You Good know, for him. We hope to grow and to the point where he can hire some of his friends. So That'd be great. That's the ultimate. That. You're going to be ultimate at the holiday goal. market this weekend, yeah, too. We sure are. And if this is, you know, if this weekend was any indication of what we're going to experience this weekend, it's going to be just plain awesome. It's at the Duke so. Energy Center. We, You know what, Tim? Thursday, we Friday, have Saturday, our... Saturday. Uh, our hot list, hot ticket, mm-hmm. where you can win uh, VIP shopping and a $100 in Merry Money. Nice. Today's the last day to get signed up for that. So make sure you go to WKRQ.com and check that out. Pretty cool. Brought to you by General Electric Credit Union. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the Duke Energy Center, did you see how incredible it looked on NBC Sunday Night Football last night? Yes, I loved it. If you, if, in case you didn't miss it, like at the very beginning, you know when they when they open it up, you know they, they got him the sitting city. at the anchor desk, and directly behind him they had the yeah. orange Cincinnati sign. It looks mm-hmm. great. We cannot get rid of that. I know. There's been talk, you know. Well, yeah. they want to make it like a big LED board. Like they want to bring it into new technology and be able to change it Put up. Anything. And, yeah, be able to make it, like, specific to the event or to whatever. And I'm like, I don't know until I see it. Yeah. But I also, like, too, did you see, like, the Reds, even the Great American Ballpark? Like, they showed that they had all the Bengals signage up on their stuff, and that was all lit up and orange, and it just looks so cool. I love when we get showcased like that. Not to mention the crowd energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. What they say? It was over 66,000 fans packing the stadium. Yeah, because they they did sell a lot of standing room only tickets as well. Because I know this because Scott ended up going down to the game. And so we were looking at Ticketmaster kind of off and on yesterday all day. And they had all these standing room only tickets. So it was great to see that yeah. they were just trying to pack that place. And kudos to the fans. Kudos to the fans. showing up in that yeah, the aerial shots uh over Paycor were incredible. The, the team was ready for the environment. Our fans were ready for this environment. You know, the second biggest crowd in, in Bengals history. We could feel them. You know, I, I really felt when Buffalo had the ball that they were loud and they created some some issues there for them. And that energy certainly fueled us today. So that was awesome to see. I like the striped striped sections too. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that looks sick. What about when Joe Burrow hurt his finger and everybody? Oh my god! Blood oh my god! What is happening? Oh, he had like awful. a really bad <laughs> nail issue, man. He, he said, like "Hey, it's just football. Part yeah. of part of the game." Oh man! But it was gross. Yep. Yeah. It looked like it hurt. Mm-hmm. See, that would take me out of the game. 
Yeah. This is why I would never be an <laughs> NFL done. quarterback. I'm Thank like, you. yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt my finger. Can I please have a Band-Aid? <laughs> it was such an emotional day, though. Like, they, you know, they talked a lot about DeMar Hamlin, and I guess he came into town on Saturday and took a lot of his staff from UC Health and the first responders to dinner at Jeff Ruby's Lampica which was really nice, and he announced that they're doing $1,000 scholarships in a lot of their names, which was very cool to see. That's huge. Yeah. And then last night, after everybody had left the stadium, he was out there on the field all by himself. For That's a bit, great. Having a moment. Yeah. What yeah. a good Monday morning. Man, that's two good Monday mornings in, in a, a row, row. we've had. <laughs> <laughs> We we'll got to keep em. this streak going. We'll take em. Yeah, it That's really great. felt like we were uh, firing on all cylinders. So, what will Joey Votto do Where moving forward? Go? Where will he go? Somebody's going to pick him up. You think so? I do. I mean, he wants to play. Don't you think somebody will pick him up? No? Maybe. I don't know. Like, do you want to keep playing or do you want to retire as a red? Well, he he said he wanted to play one more season because everyone felt like he was going to retire at the end of last season. And he was like, I think I'm going to play for another year. This past year, though, the, he, he barely played. He spent a ton of time doing TV stuff, like mm-hmm. joining the play-by-play guys in the booth and doing tons on social media. So I kind of felt like he was I did too. leaning into the post-player stuff phase of his life yeah. but i don't think he's ready yet i mean he's the one that's got to be ready i know but if you were just going to do one more season with the reds you really want to do one more season with someone else no exactly i don't know it's hard to hang up the bat yeah. Wasn't the last no game? i get it he even talked about how like incredibly competitive he is like how yeah. he's just he can't help himself he's just chomping at the he bit to get to back on the diamond yeah well, wasn't the last game he played was that the game he got kicked out of Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't want to. Can he do that. like an honorary game or something? He just wants to not end it that way. Yeah, I want to speak directly to you all. I just want to say, um, you know, if this is the last time I'll play as a Cincinnati Red, I want to speak out loud my gratitude. I want to thank Cincinnati for being so welcoming. It blossomed into the best stretch of my entire life, and it's because of the Cincinnati community that. I felt welcomed. The people on the street that would say hello, that would wish me and our team well. It was such an enjoyable experience. I just want to say thank you. And I'll always, always have a great deal of love. So thank you. And um, until next time. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Joey. Yeah. Okay. Coming up. Shop till you drop. Round three, I missed the run. Who got the run? Ah, I forgot oh, her name, but she I was a remember. yay girl. I loved it. Remember, she kept going like, She yeah! squealed. She was, she was squealing, squealer. yeah. She was, was a great. squealer. She had six prizes. Was it, it was on fantastic. your show or our it show? Or? our show, yeah. 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 We had the squealer, and then somebody else wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. All right, so uh, we got that at 740. Also, are you happy with your sibling placement? I was. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Let's start with your sibling placement. If if you were an only child like Jen, you probably had moments where you wished you had siblings. They were rare. But uh, if you did have siblings like most of us, you had moments when you wished you were an only child. <laughs> Until you it's came to your sweet. senses. In a new poll, 13% of people said they weren't happy about their sibling placement, meaning they didn't like wherever they were, the oldest being the middle child, the youngest, the only child, or even the 12th of 15 kids that could come up with something about it they didn't like. Mm-hmm. 39% of people actually liked their situation in the family, and 43% didn't have an opinion. I mean, I kind of liked, I, I, served, I liked... In one way, being number one, like, yeah, yeah, I came first. Seniority. You <laughs> Seniority. know, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Like, I get to do You're more than, well, there was, there was that, but I also get to do more because I'm now older than you. Mm-hmm. You're too young to do fill in the blank. And you have to listen okay. to me. Yeah. So there was a certain sense of superiority that came with that as a kid. Uh, but then, on the other hand, I kind of didn't like it because I felt like my my baby sisters got away with everything. What? You never let me do... Well, you're older. You should know better. I don't like that. <laughs> but for the most part, I always liked being number one. Yeah. Which is what I called, you know, being the eldest child, firstborn. Until I found out I have a long-lost sister who's older than me. Isn't that crazy? So now I'm... Number two. Two. Yeah. That one doesn't really, didn't really have much of an effect on you, though. No, not really. No, because you weren't in the same house together. Right. So I'm still number one. Mm-hmm. 70% of people said their sibling placement did shape their personality, however, and 43% of people said it actually had a positive effect. So I guess that's good. Yeah. I feel, I feel that way. I'm the oldest. Yeah, by how much? Two years. Two years. Yeah, that's about where me and my sister are. What's the age difference between you and Alyssa? Four, Four. years. Four years. Yeah. That's significant enough. Yeah. Like you were never in the, were you ever in the same school together, first grade and fifth grade? Them, no. Maybe not even then? Well, I think it was when I was in eighth grade, she was a senior. So it wasn't like we were in high school right. at the same time. Although we were both in marching band, so that kind of crossed over a little bit. Yeah. But not too bad. But it was, but it was like one of those things where I always wanted to like be around her and hang out with her, and she never wanted to hang out with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my god, she's so annoying. Your little sister. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. Yeah. And you really were annoying. I know. I was. <laughs> Not you, but just like every little sister on planet Earth, at <laughs> yes. some point is. Oh, totally. It'll be annoying. Plus, sometimes. I think it's the babysitting. You know, your parents are like, "Oh, built-in babysitter. Here mm. we go." Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matarese just popped in, so you don't waste your money. What are you up to, John? What am I up to? I'm all about Kings Island. Yeah, I'm all really? about Kings Island big because uh, some big, big news last week uh, really shocked a lot of people. Yeah. Six Flags, the major theme park operator in the country, 27 theme parks 
is merging with Cedar Fair, the smaller company that owns Kings Island and Cedar Point up in uh, northern Ohio. And also you might have heard of Kings Dominion, kind of the sister park to Kings Island yeah. down in the uh, Carolinas. Yep. And they are merging next year and uh, going to be some changes. And people are actually people who love Kings Island. Uh, some of them are just freaking out. Really? Yeah, like, oh, my God, they're going to change it. Well, because when Paramount bought Kings Island back 20-plus years ago, it became Paramount's Kings Island. The right. used to say Paramount's mm. Kings Island. People used to call it PKI. Yeah, hey, I remember, remember that. that. Going to PKI. PKI. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Paramount's Kings Island. Well, they had all that movie memorabilia, too. And they too. brought in all the movies. Uh, the ride that's now called The Bat was was Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, the ride that's the backlot stunt coaster with the helicopter and the Mini Coopers. Uh, that was the Italian job mm-hmm. off a movie. So they had all these movie tie-ins. They had The Crypt that was a time with the movie. And it really changed Kings Island for about a... I don't know, a seven, eight, nine-year period. It was quite different. It was Paramount's Kings Island. Some people liked it. Some people hated it. So now you've got uh, you've got Six Flags, this big theme park operator, and the question is, are they going to ruin it? I don't think they're going to ruin it, uh, especially because Cedar Fair, Kings Island's parent company, will still be the, the uh, CEO, will still be the CEO. So oh. the guy who runs Kings Island, basically, in corporate, will still be the CEO. He's still oh, going to be running the show. Yeah, that's he'll good. still be running the show. That's good. Uh, as for the name, well, most most Six Flags parks are called Six Flags. For instance, uh, there's a park in California called Magic Mountain. Yeah. Six Flags bought it and it became Six Flags Magic Mountain. When I lived in the New York City tri-state area, there was Six Flags Great Adventure. Yeah, when I, yeah, when I was a kid, uh, back in the East Coast, it was called Great Adventure. Then Six Flags bought it and became Six Flags Great Adventure. Could it become Six Flags Kings Island? Very possibly. In two to three years, they put their name on it. It wouldn't be the end of the world, but no, that's possible. Because it's still Kings Island. It's still Kings Island. Yeah. As for the rides, well... Uh, the Six Flags parks all have DC Comics. Very big on that. Ooh. If you've ever been to a Six Flags Park, almost all of them have either a Batman ride, a Superman <sighs> ride, or both. And Fine. the Flash, and they've got all these DC comics. So would it be likely that <gasps> the next... Will they change Planet Snoopy? Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> would it be likely that the next uh, roller coaster coming in could be a Superman? Possibly. Very oh. possibly. Oh, and they bring that in. As for the kids' zone, that's going to be interesting because Kings Island has the whole Planet Snoopy. Yeah. Now they're going to Camp Snoopy. But the Six Flags Parks have Looney Tunes and DC Comics. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting how they merge them. How much more property does Kings Island have up there to build more stuff? Oh, they they have acres and acres. Yeah, there's a whole area to the north of it. On the north side, that's woods. Above Orion, uh, there's just woods. If you're ever up that way, you look, that's all their property. So they could really do uh, some serious expanding. Hmm. More giga coasters. More giga coasters. Bigger coasters. Superman, Batman. So we'll see. As I always say, don't waste your money. All right. You're heading into the newsroom. What are you working on for tonight, John? Oh, got a story tonight on uh, how to ask for a raise. Because next year, everybody wants a raise. There's a way to do it, a way not to do it. All right. All right. 742, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Jamie is looking for a second date update. She went on a date with a guy named Seth, and we're going to try to put these two back together again. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Hi, y'all. I'm all right. How are y'all? We all are doing good. Fabulous. So <clears throat> I met this really great guy on Bumble, and we it was super sweet. We went out for ice cream. We both work downtown, so, you know, we see each other often, and one day after work, we met at Graders, and it, all pun intended, it went great. And we spent probably, like, maybe a little over an hour together, and we're talking, the conversation is going really well, and he is literally, and for me personally, checking all the boxes off, so lots and lots in common. No awkward moments, you know, it's just flowing, we're smiling, laughing, and it was such a very open-ended and honest conversation. You know, he was willing to answer questions and me as well. I felt really great about it, the whole thing. And we had both said we're actually really big fans of Top Golf and golf in general. And I suggested that we go play some Top Golf. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. So I text him the next day. I'm, I'm not one to like wait around like based on rules you can't text the guy the next day whatever so i text him the next day to see when he wanted to go and he never got back to me and i don't know what's up but you know i'm kind of stuck thinking about it you know yeah in in your conversations is he dating other people right now i mean you just met so it wouldn't be completely out of the realm for him to maybe have other commitments or something and he's just trying to see something else through i'm just grasping at straws here Totally. So he, you know, we're both not necessarily, uh, we're still, you know, casually seeing people. It's a, it's an option, if you will, but I'm not, um, I'm very open to if someone were to walk in and be a more serious person. And I right. said that, um, and he very much was receptive to that. And he himself, you know, is also casually seeing people and essentially agreed for himself that at least from what I got the gist of the conversation that he too, if someone were to meet his needs and all that other good stuff that he would then take a step back from being casual. Got it. So that's the thing where I'm just stuck on because there was such a, that mutual interest in everything. Right. So okay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> now I will say, you know, nothing against golf. I'm sure Top Golf is great and it's a ton of fun. But if you had said, let's get together for another ice cream lunch, I would have been all over that. Is it the day suggestion? Is that what it is? No, I'm, I'm messing with you. But I love that. We should do more ice cream dates. Let's get it. Let's do a little ice cream lunch. We'll just hang out in Fountain Square, weather permitting. I totally would. I'm a yeah. big fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break. Then when we come back, we'll call him up, see what his deal is, and whether or not there's any chance of a second date with Seth. As Second Date Update continues with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Seth had it easy because all he had to do was show up. They had a lovely ice cream date on Fountain Square on, on a nice warm day. There seemed to be some true chemistry there. She thought, hey, let's ask this guy out again. So they made tentative plans to meet up at Top Golf. But then when she called to kind of finalize the details, that's when he went MIA. So we're going to call Seth and see what's up. Unless I left any important details out. No, you did not. You said it beautifully. Great. Let's call him up. Hi, can we speak to Seth, please? Yeah, speaking. What's up, Seth? It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff and Jen, huh? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. So, not to put you on the spot, but we spoke with your friend Jamie, who you went on an ice cream date, or I, I guess an ice cream lunch recently, which sounds amazing. Yes, we did. Uh, he was nice. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that comment was like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Kind of, that's kind of, no, that's yeah, how I took his answer. Think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like she, she was really nice, but the date was just weird. It was a really strange date because I think she's obsessed with my mom. You think she's what with your mom? Obsessed with her. Obsessed with your mom. Why? Because like, I swear to God, she asked me more about my mom than she did about me. I mean, it was everything. It was how old is your mom? And where does she live? How close is that to you? Like, how long is she going to be around? When is she going to die? How many times am I going to get to see her? <laughs> that's what I hear when you're asking those. When, when someone asks those questions, that's like the roundabout way to ask. You know, yeah. how long am yeah. I going to have a mother-in-law? And I'm uh, oh, in case I don't like her. <laughs> that's oh. what I took out of that. I didn't even... I got a completely different read on that. I was hearing that and thinking, what, is she famous or something? I was thinking you learn a lot about someone by how they were raised and their mom and dad. And That's kind of how I was with. looking at it. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, pretty hard for me to suss out why all these questions were coming. And, you know, it was like, every, it was every, where does she work? Does she like where she works? I mean, the whole thing was just super odd. Like, the whole date was about my mom, and I just didn't understand it. And she's never met your mom. She doesn't know your mom. She hasn't heard of your mom. Yeah, not not as far as I know, man. It was really strange. Okay, well, we got Jamie on the line. Let's ask her, Jamie. What's this? What's this interest in <laughs> Seth's mom? What was that about? You know, it's to me, it's similar to what you said. Is it's you know based on how you grew up, and it says a lot to me that your relationship with your mother, personally, says a lot about you. And, like, I want to know if she's going to be someone I can get along with. It's not a thing of uh, the opposite of, oh, I, is she going to be around? I can't stand, you know, another woman. And nothing like that at all. I love moms. And I love uh, to get along with everyone, especially in a family circle. And I have personally been with guys before. And his mom and I did not gel in any way. And it's just I not I was a just going to ask you that. So yeah, for, there's always a history. For me. Right? For me, it's a really big concern. And right. I well, that makes sense. wanted to right out of that, because of that experience, kind of, you know, ask that question beforehand, mm. before it gets more serious, if it were to get serious. 
Now, did the question ever cross your mind, Seth, as you were sitting there with her and she's asking you all of these questions about your mom? Did you think, I wonder if my mom would like her? Do you think your mom would like her? Um, I mean, I guess, maybe. And I sort of like, that's the problem is that I didn't really get to know her that well. I don't really know who she is because she spent the whole time talking about my mom. <laughs> so funny. I don't. Yeah, I would have loved to have gotten to know her, but we spent the whole time talking about my mom. So, <laughs> yeah, like, and I just think, I guess I just wish that she would have said why she was asking those questions, right? I mean, it was just like the weird, it was weird the way that she kept like bringing her up. And it, I don't know, it made me think that she was like, going to start stalking my mom or something, you know? Oh my God, I was not going to stalk your mom. <laughs> not at all. No, I'm sorry. I didn't us beforehand i just or give you the full background i was based on my trauma i could not even open that floodgate so i just immediately went for the throat if you will so i'm sorry but that's just where it's coming from Seth. so i do hope you'll give me another chance yeah how about it seth i mean i don't want to ask about your mom (laughs) (laughs) she seems pretty reasonable (laughs) otherwise uh Uh no i don't think so sorry i mean I mean, it just, it just was a weird, it just was weird. Uh, it was a weird way to begin. I can't really move on from that. Isn't this Taylor Swift's big move to befriend the mom? Totally. Yeah. Are you, t- are you taking cues from Taylor? <laughs> She's my idol. <laughs> she did it first, you know? Uh, well, if you're sure that we can't tempt you with free ice cream, Seth. I mean, look, that sounds great, but maybe with someone else. All right. Wow. We don't want to force it. Yeah. Well, that's melted soccer right there. There you go. I get it. All right. Well, Seth, thanks for taking the call, man. We appreciate you at least having the conversation with us. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for calling. No problem. Say hi to your mom for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, send us an email. Jeff and Jed at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at 1000 bucks. The 1K letter of the day. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Christy. Hi. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. 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 Everybody healthy in your household? Yes. Yep. Good, good. That's good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Jen was just remarking on what a lovely weekend it was, weather-wise. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the Bengals win. Yeah. Oh, that was huge. Were you there? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, oh. we were not, but still, still good to watch at the house. I mean, as great as it would have been to experience, you know, the energy of Paycor Stadium last night, it was so cool watching it on television. Yeah, very. Yep. Just everybody wore what they were supposed to wear. Yeah, the aerial shots of Paycor Stadium. I kept looking to see if there were any specs anywhere of somebody that either decided to be a rebel or just didn't know. Yep. I did yeah, too. Were you looking and see? Are there, is there yeah. a family but sitting it all in the really good. Should, yeah. yeah, it all looks great though. Yeah. I didn't see a Perch. lot of Bills fans there either. Like, you didn't see a lot uh-uh. of red or blue, which yeah. is nice. No. What were you going to say? I was going to say, Fritch was doubtful that we would all sort of cohesively <laughs> come together and follow the dress code, but... Yeah. <laughs> I did have my doubts. We kept pushing it a lot last week, but yeah. 
That's great. Yeah. But I think that helped, it though. Did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice little reminders. You know, because a lot of people, like, how would they hear about it, especially if they're casual sport, you know, football fans right. or Bengals fans? Right. Right. Having it yeah. pounded into their head. Well, let's try to win you $1,000. Yes. Let's okay. do it. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Jeff, give her her letter. You know, you can't repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. So please do that. Okay. You got the letter K. Oh, I had that last year when I had try. You are through. kidding. No. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hey. do very good. Do you spell Christy with a letter K? I do. Yep. Well, then that should be a lucky letter for you. I think this we'll is see. supposed to happen. I think it was meant to be. There's oh, more no. to the story, though. Because probably since the last time you played, you've been seeing all of these K letters. Words that yeah. start with K in your life Hopefully. everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been collecting K words. The other thing I didn't have a chance to mention is that you also get one free pass. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh that's so you only have to get nine. Okay. That makes it so, better. Game on, girl. The, the K's trying to work with you here. Okay, we'll see. I'll try. <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right. Okay. She'll make it happen. That's right. All yeah. right, 30 seconds on the clock. Letter K, I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Okay. Okay. Here we go. With the letter K, name something you buy at a craft fair. Uh, Path. Something yellow. Uh, kettle corn. Something cold. Uh, yeah. A street. Uh, night street. A book. Uh, yeah. A carb. <laughs> uh, ugh. Yeah. Something you dip. Uh, yeah. Something you oh wash. God. Kettle oh chips. Man, yes. <laughs> Kettle chips is Kettle what chips. Something you wash. Kangaroo. Uh, kiwi. <laughs> Kia. Yeah, something cold, Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kool-Aid. You do better when you're playing, oh. like, by yourself when other people are yeah. on there. Right. I was thinking Klondike Bar, too, Jeff. Oh, Klondike would have been great. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, keeps well, maybe that next Klondike time I get Barna through, I won't. Pocket. Maybe if I get a K again, third time's the charm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that'll do it. All yeah. right. Well, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.